out there. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Coda Country Chats. On today's episode, we have Jenny Tolman. How are you today, Jenny? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> of course. When I got the your contact information and, and reached out to you for an interview, I was so excited to hear more about your song, Timbuktu. For the listeners out there, her song dropped on November 10th, um, and this song has a very special meaning for you. So if you will, go ahead and tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, so when I was writing this song with my husband, Dave Brainerd, and Holly McCubbin, our, our other co-writer, um, Holly brought the idea for Timbuktu, and at first we were writing it, and we were thinking it was just about, um, you know, this love that's falling apart or a marriage that's falling apart or whatever it may be. But as we were continuing to write it, it almost started revealing itself to us in certain ways, which, you know, mm -hmm. when you're writing songs, just kind of take on a life of their own. And and Dave, my husband, is former military. He was in the Air Force and comes from a, a large military family and wow. has this very unique perspective when it comes to mental health dealings. And, and it felt like this song was kind of turning into this, like, mental health um struggle but loving you through it and so he actually is the one who took it into a more um you know it, it when you listen to it, it can be heard from any perspective but in our minds we were like well what if this is somebody battling with ptsd and and this is their partner telling them like i know this is really hard but i'm gonna love you through this type of thing and um because he's seen that in his family you know before and and the struggles that certain family members have gone through after being overseas. And so um, just really took it into this beautiful space where, you know, it's, it's just this really nice message of we see you and we're here for you. And, and I just really want that to be heard by anybody who needs that message, you know, like no matter what you're dealing with, whether it's PTSD or depression or even, you know, postpartum being a mom now, it's like, I, I hear it in all these different ways now. Um, and just, you know, knowing that somebody loves you no matter what. Wow. That's such a powerful message. And the message in the song is, is also um, lending itself to kind of go hand in hand with a project out of um, Tennessee called Operation Stand Down. Can you tell me about yes. your involvement with that group? Yeah, so once we had written this song and I knew I was putting it out and I knew I wanted to make a beautiful video, you know, describing this PTSD scenario, um, I knew that I wanted to get a partner involved, you know, to, to help elevate this even more and get it to the people yeah. who need to hear it. Um, and so Operation Stand Down Tennessee is somewhere that I went and I toured their facilities and it, it's gorgeous what they have, what they've built out. Yeah. And, and they're just amazing. They're helping veterans who are at any scope. I mean, they're from homelessness to mm -hmm. just transitioning out of the military into civilian life, um, battling with PTSD. They have um, something called Operation Connect that they've started that, that I'm really passionate about bringing to people's attention because it's all about connecting veterans with their communities because that's one of the biggest problems with PTSD is the isolation that comes with that and, mm -hmm. you know, not being able to, to relate with the average civilian who has no idea yeah. what you've been through. And so really connecting each other with that and, you know, similar experiences is so important in lowering that suicide rate in veterans mm -hmm. who are battling with PTSD. And so 
they just do amazing work. And, um, and so I was really passionate about that. And, and, you know, we're donating the first thousand dollars from the proceeds of this song to them. And, uh, it's just really important that, you know, with a message like this, I always want somebody who is professionally taking care of these people and, you know, doing it every day, day in and day out, um, to be, you know, attached to that. And for me to be able to use this art in some way for good, because, you know, that's how we're all doing music anyways for other people, you know, it's, it's all about connecting with whoever needs it. And so any way that I can do that, and I'm just very grateful for Operation Stand Down, letting me be involved with them in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing message that you are, that you're trying to get out to people. And I, I'm, applauding you for for trying to help out those who need it because you know a lot of veterans feel like they don't have a voice sometimes especially yes. after they like you said they, they feel the isolation and mm -hmm. you know so what an awesome program to become a part of that is very cool and it's awesome that you're you're sharing your song with them and and helping them even more so wow thank you so much for that that's awesome oh, thank you. <laughs> tell me and you just talked a little bit about um, being a mom, postpartum, your baby is about to have a birthday. How exciting. <laughs> I'm like, how do I almost have a one-year-old? That's I know everything everybody says about how fast it goes by and all the cliches are so true. Like it's <laughs> flown by. I am obsessed with him. Nothing else matters. Like it's just, mm -hmm. it's amazing. So yeah, we're planning his, uh, his theme is Bear's First Rodeo. So. Oh, I <laughs> love that. Yes, very cowboy. Oh my gosh. So tell me, uh, how do you, I guess, how do you manage being an artist and also being a mom? Like, how does that, I don't know what your typical day-to-day -day looks like, but how does that kind of go hand in hand? Yeah, it's kind of all over the place right now, to be honest. Um, I believe it. Yes, you know, I get it. I, I get it. The music industry to begin with is all over the place. You never have the same day twice. And, yeah. uh, but, you know, it's kind of a blessing when it comes to being a mom and, and having a baby because mm -hmm. the industry is so, especially the country music industry is so open to yeah. children and babies. And I have amazing co-writers who are very, very happy to have him in the room with us if he needs mm -hmm. to be, you know, if it's an emergency mm -hmm. and, and nobody can watch him. And yeah. Um, so, I mean, I am really lucky. I'm very grateful. I've got my parents here in town who oh, wow. also, you know, watch him. That's awesome. Whenever I need to get away for a little bit. Um, but, I mean, really, it's just been so much fun. It's it's obviously a lot of work. <laughs> but yeah. it's really fun because he comes on the road with me. He's an amazing oh. traveler. Thank Yay. God. Yes. first flight was at six weeks old. So, he's like a road baby. He's a trooper. Mm -hmm. so we were calculating it the other day. He's been on over 20 flights already. Oh, so my I mean, gosh. Yeah, so he's, he's a well-traveled baby. So I think that, like, starting him that early kind of, like, set him to be really chill because he's such a yeah. chill baby, and he's really good around people because he's always around new people and, and just, mm -hmm. like, unique people, too, especially in the music industry. Yes, so, yes. So, I mean, we've been just really blessed with an amazing boy, and oh. and yes, it certainly has its challenges, and there's certain days where I feel like the crazy isolation mom thing that I know all moms feel. Um, <laughs> there's always the redeeming moments. <laughs> like, I love it so much. So it's, it's been 
hard, but the greatest blessing I've ever known. So yeah. I cool. love to hear that though, because I've always wondered, you know, what it's like to be an artist and be a mom and do all the things. And, and it's incredible to watch and to know that, that you're, you're doing it so well and your baby's loving it also, it seems like, you know, cause I have two kids of my own and, and I can definitely tell when my kids are not loving a situation that I yeah. put them in. Yeah. I'm sure you've experienced that maybe once or twice, but oh, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> that's so cool to know that, you know, he's about to have his little first birthday and he's already such a seasoned traveler. Wow. That's yeah. really, that's really awesome. I tell him all the time. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're one of the luckiest babies, like going, <laughs> all, going to all these places. He's been to Jackson Hole twice already. I'm like, oh my gosh beautiful yes I was gonna say too just imagine if one day he grows up because both of his very talented songwriter parents are, are growing up in Nashville I'm sure that this like music lineage is gonna flow down through him and he's probably okay. gonna be some type of musician so he's that's awesome to think about being a drummer already and that <laughs> makes me nervous <laughs> <laughs> drumming on all the things in the house i'm sure oh, yeah he loves all he he steals his daddy's shakers and tambourines and yep i'm like uh-oh we're in trouble <laughs> is that dave's instrument did he like start um playing the drums or, or anything dave's that is he... instrument is guitar but he can play guitar. everything under the sun he's he's mm -hmm. a ridiculous musician i mean he's <laughs> one of the most talented people in nashville in my opinion <laughs> yeah and, um, but but yeah he can play the drums but it's not his main instrument but but my grandfather was a drummer so i'm like maybe oh. that's getting passed down so <laughs> we'll see is that where you get <laughs> yeah is that um talking about your grandfather being a drummer yeah. do you think that's how your music um I don't know, your music lineage kind of started that way um, oh, or absolutely. in another way. How do you think? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and tell yeah, me a little bit more about my, how you got started. Yeah, my dad. So so my grandfather and my dad. So all, so my dad's dad <laughs> on my dad's side. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he had a big band he that was called Will Tolman and the band that plays to please. And, they, and he had this big I love band. That. And was a, a drummer and and just amazing musician. Um, and so he passed that down to my dad, my dad, and my aunt uh, and his sister. And so uh, they, my dad was a singer back in the 80s. And that's how I ended up being born in Nashville because he moved to Nashville in the 80s and, uh, and was in a group called the Indian River Boys that was put oh, together wow. by Burt Reynolds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Super <laughs> But my dad and Bert were, were old running buddies back in the day. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a crazy story. But anyway, so he was here for a while. And then my older sister was born and he ended up switching to the business side. And um, and then when I was born, I just came out singing. And, and I was just always yeah. I can even remember and started playing piano by ear when I was three. And so I was just always very musical and knew that, knew that that was what I was going to do. There was never like... A question in my mind and and really mm -hmm. growing up here and having a parent who works in the music industry you don't realize that that's not a common thing to do yeah and so you get a little bit older and then you're like oh everybody's not, <laughs> not <in the> music. <laughs> um, so you know that it's very much a blessing and there's little I, I like to say it's a blessing and a curse because 
I think I'm amazed and always like, so I don't know if impressed is the right word, but by people who leave everything that they know and come here, I mean, I'm, I don't know that I could have done that. So I think God was like, <laughs> okay, this one needs to be born here. Cause she's not strong <laughs> enough to leave. <laughs> that makes so much sense to me because yeah. I, yeah, yeah. As, as someone who isn't from Nashville, I get, I get the scare. I get the scare yeah. of like, if you were to absolutely pick up everything and just move somewhere else. Yeah. I totally understand that. So yes. tell me, okay. Um, as you were singing throughout your childhood and, and playing instruments and that kind of thing, when did you decide that like, this is going to be, was there a moment or was there like a, an event or anything when you were like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life? Yeah, actually, uh, when I was 16, I got a guitar for my birthday and that was kind of the light bulb moment of like, oh, okay. Cause I had never thought about being a songwriter as well mm -hmm. as a singer. Um, but when I got that, I had kind of started like writing little, um, like terrible songs, but I had written <laughs> stories before that, like in middle school, I was writing stories and, and even at one point I was like, oh, maybe I could write like children's books and be a children's author too. And and yeah. so I had always loved like characters and storytelling and mm -hmm. this guitar for some reason. I was like, wait, I can put everything I love to do together. And it's called being a singer songwriter. <laughs> and I kind of so, so it was kind of like in that moment, I was like, okay, here we go. This is what I'm doing. Cause I had always known I would be a singer, but then I was like, wait, there's a whole nother part of this that is creative and fun. And so, yeah. <laughs> Ever since then. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So I, I have two questions and hopefully I'll remember the second. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to start with one. Um, when you were 16, what do you think your biggest music influences? Who, who were your biggest music influences back then when you I first started? Taylor Swift. I mean, that <laughs> was when, that was when she was really like blowing up in the yeah, country sure. and, and it was, it was like, oh, I think I could do that too. Like she's writing about real stuff that she's feeling and what she's going through. And so, I mean, it's a very like cliche answer probably, but I mean, she was no way. <laughs> one of the biggest ones. I mean, pro for any musician right now, I yes. would beg to say that probably all were influenced by her. Definitely. Um, As you should be. Them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I've always loved more like traditional country too. Um, you know, Roger Miller and anything written by Shel Silverstein, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. obsessed with. Um, just anything in that vein of like being able to be really wacky and kind of funny with your writing, but yeah, that like delivering a really cool enlightening message, I think is is a really unique thing that country music gets to do, which I love. Yes. And from hearing Timbuktu and some of your other songs, I hear some of that influence of, of just the amazing storytelling and hearing everything that you're, that's kind of coming from your brain and just developing the story that we want to tune into. So, wow, that's incredible to know. Okay. Here's my second question. It, it, it went and then it came back. So here I am now. Um, tell me of the songs that you've written so far, which song do you think is one of your most memorable or one that you find to be the most personal for you? Ooh, mm. gosh, you know, 
The most memorable for sure is one called Lonely in the Lone Star. And it's interesting that this also has to do with veterans um, for military service. Uh, this wow. one was written when it was right before. I'll try to make this as short as I can because it has a little no bit way. of No way. Take context. your time. Yeah. <laughs> tell me all of it. I want to know. <laughs> I was writing this with my husband and our friend Bill White. And Bill had brought in the title, Lonely and the Lone Star. And it was one of those, again, where we thought like, oh, it's about the cowboy leaving and, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But for some reason, it turned into this military bent. And wow. I promise I don't write a bunch of military songs. It's just that these ones have to, <laughs> to, to stand out for some reason. But um, And it was right before anything having to do with the Afghanistan withdrawal even was happening. So wow, okay. there was nothing in the news, like nothing that was telling us like physically, like, oh, we should write about this. But something spiritually was like, we need to write about Afghanistan. And wow. we wrote this song about losing your love in Afghanistan. And about, I would say two weeks after we wrote it was when the talk started happening about withdrawing from Afghanistan. And, mm -hmm. and something in me was telling me, it was just like, you need to put this song online. And I don't usually do that. I, I usually like to have a very like cohesive package and marketing plan and like everything together. Yeah. And, but it was mm -hmm. just like gnawing at me. And so I was said to Dave, I was like, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like I need to put this out. And he said, well, babe, if you really feel that strongly about it, then do it. So I just sat down with a guitar and, and put a little clip of it up on Instagram. And uh, I think even two or three weeks later, I forget the exact timeline, but that was when the Kabul bombing happened. And oh wow! Uh, long story short, the wife, the, the widow of one of the Marines who was killed, heard the song, and oh. she said that it described exactly how she felt. And um, and I mean, first of all, it's just mind blowing that that even reaches that particular mm -hmm. person, like the one person in the world who needed to hear that message. She was two weeks away from giving birth to their first child, to their daughter when he died. Oh my gosh. And they asked if I would come out to Jackson Hole where he was from and play this song at his memorial service. And I mean, as a songwriter, you can't, you know, ask for a better connection you know, that's what you hope for, that your songs reach who needs to hear them. And so we ended up going out to Jackson and playing this at his memorial service. And it was the greatest honor, you know, that I've ever had as a writer and an artist to to be a part of something like that. And, you know, something that means so much and there, there's nothing that could ever mean anything more than something like that. And so that is definitely the most memorable for sure. And uh, definitely and something that, you know, you you don't ever hope that somebody can relate to that, but when they, when there's somebody who needs to relate to something like that, then that we were able to, you know, to contribute in some type of hopefully comforting way. So definitely almost like a divine, um, a divine meeting or like a divine mm -hmm. happening where this song came out for that one specific person, Absolutely. probably for a lot more too, but you yeah. know, like you said, it's, it's, it's an honor and a, a goal of most songwriters to be able to connect with someone like that. And so yes, that's an incredible story. I'm so glad you told me that. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go check out Lonely and the Lone Star now. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. <laughs>
tell me, okay, we, we talked a little bit before we got on the show about um, some Christmas songs that you have coming up for the listeners out there. This episode was recorded a couple weeks before Christmas, right before Bear's birthday. Um, so tell me, uh, tell me more about that Christmas song, too. Yes, yeah, so I have a Christmas song called Cowboy for Christmas, and it's so much fun. I love cowboys, obviously. I'm dressing my baby up as a cowboy <laughs> for his birthday, so <laughs> I love everything cowboy. My favorite place that I tour is out west, whether it's Texas, Wyoming, Colorado, Idaho. I mean, all of it. I love it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> cowboy for Christmas is what I've always wanted. My poor husband is not a cowboy, but he puts up with <laughs> Maybe he can play the part of a cowboy one day. You know, That's maybe right. he one wears day. wears the hat sometimes. So. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. And you just mentioned touring um, places out west. I, I like these questions about like a favorite or a memorable or, or stuff like that. So tell me, um, if you were to describe a, a, a venue or a show that you've played in the past, um, which show do you think is one of your favorites Ooh, okay that's hard to choose well i mean i have <laughs> there's a couple so like one of the coolest like biggest shows i've gotten to play was country thunder um, oh yeah and i was on the main stage there and i got to do the whole catwalk thing and like Ooh, people yeah. are holding out their hands and you just like feel way cooler than you actually are <laughs> but but one of my favorite venues to play is uh, the Million Dollar Cowboy Bar in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I don't know if you've ever cool. been there. It's so much fun. No. They've got saddles for bar stools, and it's just, you feel like you've stepped back into the Wild West. It's so much fun. Um, but I actually have the honor of doing a all-female country festival there every October. We've done it twice now. Ooh, Next year will be our fun. third year. It's called Cowgirls at the Cowboy. And uh, the first year we had Carly Pierce as our headliner. Last year, this this year, we had Lauren Elena as our headliner and Tiger Lily Gold was there. Um, Dina Carter, Ashley Monroe. It was just- Wow. We've, it's been amazing. So, I mean, we've got a lot of really good memories at the Cowboy Bar. <laughs> How cool. Oh my gosh, yeah. I wanna go. So <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll plan it for next October because yes, that sounds awesome. <laughs> is just like stunning and mm -hmm. you have to go it's it's beautiful. yeah i'm gonna plan a trip i'm already like planning out the flights Good. in my head <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so tell me i think okay we've had an incredible talk today i've loved hearing Thanks about so. everything you have going on tell me um is there anything else that you'd like to promote or anything that you would like to or anybody that you'd like to give a shout out to before we hop off the episode today Oh gosh. I mean, just shout out to everybody who's supporting my music and listening to it and, you know, allowing me to, to live out both of my dreams as being a mom and an artist. I mean, that's the two things I've always wanted since I was a little girl was to be a mom and to be a singer. And here I am today doing them both. And so it's, it's really, you know, just a moment of gratitude. Anytime I sit back and think about that, I'm like, wow, that's really really cool that I actually get to do all of this. So I'm just really grateful for people like you who show any interest in talking to me and, and wanting to learn about the music and anything like that. So I appreciate you. And, and I, Oh my gosh, thank you. More music coming out in 2024. So I'm very excited.
Yay. Uh, lots of new music. So get ready for that. Very cool. Yeah, definitely. Well, okay. Jenny Tolman, for the listeners out there, make sure you check her out, especially the song Timbuktu um, that has the proceeds to benefit Operation Stand Down, Operation Connect for veterans throughout the Tennessee state. I have loved talking with you today, Jenny, um, and we'll talk soon about more upcoming music that you have. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks, listeners out there. Y'all have a good day. <laughs>